Hello, motherfunkers. Hello, you muddy funsters. Oh, my goodness me. Oh, my goodness me. Half term, Shirley, how's it treating you? It doesn't really affect me because my kids are, it's it's the same, you know, I don't have the kids off, especially because it's half term. Okay, but it's how about the, the fact same that, as any other week? Well, except for the fact that yesterday we met at the Horny Man Museum and there were 160 million children. There were a lot of horny men in the museum. Oh I, my gosh, I mean, too many children. It was rancid. I have to say that that's my dead duck. Um, only in terms of... What, well, our date? Our many, double date? Well, no, because it was, you know, it was, it was terrible, but it was also, you know, mildly entertaining. What's so awful about the herds and herds of people and, you know, when you're, when you're one parent with two children is inevitably you're going to lose one. And the amount of times before you showed up to help, how the amount of times I lost the eldest, because obviously I keep my eye on the youngest like a hawk, and you just turn around, you can't see. And, you know, what with the, with the vestibular and all the lights and all the people and all the shouting, the amount of times I just ran up to someone and go, have you seen a young boy? <laughs> he's about four, he's just dressed in green, he's got beer, he's got huge unkempt hair. And, of course, I'm describing every other child there, and they they look, they see the panic, and then I find him, like, seconds later, and then it happens again. My nervous system, by the oh. end of the day, I was absolutely whacked from literally going up, down, up, down, up, down. It was and awful. Just, it's sweet that you said that really I came and stressful. helped. You I need, thought I just contributed one. to the chaos because then my no, one gets I actually there. laughed when you, I know, when oh. you, it was a different kind of chaos, but in a, in a weird way, it's better that they're both behaving terribly than one just, dis, then just disappearing. And he's they not, just he, he hasn't run away out from the gates. Me. They just kept escaping out the gates. They're pulling all the trees, pulling all the leaves off the trees. And then there was this massive sort of very heavy silver chain obviously it's you know it's the exit it's the interdit and they were just pulling it so people couldn't get across and I just thought wow I know mothers piling up with their buggies and this big chain just yanked across their way I was so angry and I was hoisting the chain like just go just leave people alone why are you being so annoying what's wrong with you and I was doing some really bad parenting and then they started you didn't know you were inside when um they started um putting all the water from the water fountain and people were coming up to them going don't waste water i said yes the lady is right don't waste water and they wouldn't stop and i could just stop it what's wrong with you <laughs> and i just hear myself thinking no then they ran away from me they laugh in my face they <laughs> They're both a pair of criminals when they get together and they just laugh in our faces. We kept reminding ourselves that actually it's really horrible for us. We never have a good time and it's just exhausting and quite stressful. And we just never. Ha- yeah, we do- I don't know why we forget so quickly, but it's really fun for because, them. And because for they love each other. That's why we that's why. And on, on some level, we're actually nice mums and we think they enjoy each other. Even your your one cried when he had to leave my one, my one later said, I didn't like it when Dashi cried. I didn't like it. And then he went and told my willing partner later and he goes, I love Dash. Me and Dash love each other. And, you know, they nice. they just, they, good yeah, for them. they do. Bromance. Good for them, exactly. A young, or budding romance. How was your Valentine's Day, Shirley? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> How many presents you know what? did you get? Loads. Do you know what? It was a really nice Valentine's and um, I insisted on doing the food because my winning partner does a lot. And I just said, you know what? No, I'm going to I'm gonna do it. So, you know, just got, got a T-bone from down the road and uh, just did steak and chips and with some sides. And I got her some earrings and some lip balm. I mean, it's really just earrings and lip balm. I know. And, uh, That's so tummy girl. I know, right? So she loved yeah. the earrings. 
goes, actually, I really need lip balm. I actually bought her lip balm because I actually need the lip balm. And I thought, well, if she puts it to one side, I'll just scoop it up. And then she bought me a couple of really nice items from American Vintage. And I don't know how I feel about this, but I'm really enjoying it. Um, do you know a, a writer called De- Deborah Levy? Levi? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, She's I on my shelves. Her books. Nothing to do with me, once. obviously. I once read one of her books, Hot Milk, that was left in one of the overpriced villas we stayed in in Greece. I absolutely loved it. She's a tough, tough cookie, this one. Anyway, she's got a sort of anti-Valentine's collection of poems out called An An Amorous Discourse in the Suburbs of Hell. And um, my winning partner had gone into the bookshop saying, what shall I get? And they said, this is the ultimate anti-Valentine sort of, you know, collection of poetry. It's just making me laugh. I mean, well, you've done I mean, really I'm, I'm, well. So one second, apart from the fact that you had to just, you know, put a T-bone on the fire for a second, you really did very little. And you got what? A couple of items of clothing, a poetry yeah. book. Yeah. And I imagine a bouquet of oh, flair. Uh, no, no. I got a bouquet for her. Really lovely bouquet. She doesn't actually like bouquets. And I said, you know what? I don't care. And she's booked who's, our... who's buying who? They're in the house. She's booked our proper Valentine's dinner next weekend. So we're going out next weekend for dinner, she says. Obviously, we won't yeah. go out on the Valentine's. Um, anyway, enough, enough. And actually, we had a really lovely time. It was, it okay, was yeah. really so nice. So this is quite boring, I really. It's quite, I mean, it's uh, good. How was yours? But, well, no, it doesn't matter, does it? I didn't actually get my husband anything because I was so busy. He got me bouquet and we went in the evening to see um, Standing at the Sky's Edge, which is at the National Theatre, and it's the new Richard Hawley um, musical set in Sheffield, and it's Britain over six decades, and actually, apparently, it's a true story. I have to say, I have notes, but on the whole, it's a really, really good, it's a really good show, and the music was when excellent. I asked you the next day, um, so what did you go and see? You said, I don't know. I couldn't remember the name of it. Sure. Okay. But, but it is really good. It's story. really, it's different. It's a very different sort of, and actually it was perfect to just go and sit and see something. And actually I like the Olivier because I've got enough leg room and I just know the space and I always bump into millions of people that I know, which is great. So it's a nice night out, isn't it? I just had a really nice night, but I didn't actually, in terms of my contribution to Valentine's, I, I put together a card literally the night of, and also my mother babysat and she said, text me. My mum is, um, Asian persuasion, that's why she sounds like this. Text me when you're leaving the theatre. I put your dinner on. I went to Waitrose and bought you a Valentine's meal. Oh, so the two for ten. Sign in for two for ten. Actually, for 20. For 20. Oh, dear. So she Inflation. had, when we got back home, which was late because it was a two 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 hour 50, nothing um, short about it, nothing short and sweet about her. But um, it was, yeah, I got back about 11. She had Coco Van and then she had a sort of so sweet. prawn cocktail, Heston's prawn <laughs> cocktail on the side. A really beautifully cut baguette and um, a panna cotta and a bottle of Prosecco. So sweet. We left the Prosecco to She just side. can't bear you. She's just like, if my daughter's not going to be a good wife, I'm going to make up for it and be I've a good mother-in-law. I've got to be a good mother-in-law. She, I know she, she can't, can't bear, bear it. it. She can't she bear can't it. She can't bear if he walks. She cannot bear if he walks. <laughs> <laughs> so she looks after you both. She, always her main concern, her first and foremost, her main concern in life is how what, your, your husband How's your husband and what did he say? I what did he it. say? Always. What did Always. he say? Yeah, it's true. When I got the gig in South Africa, she just her first response was, "Oh no, it's too far. Tell them it's too far." And then she said, "What did? Well, what did your husband say?" Okay, well, if he said you can go, then maybe you should go. I didn't want to talk about Valentine's. I want to talk about Galentine's. Have you heard of Galentine's? 
Why have I heard of Galentine's? Is that because, because it's a it kind of new thing? It started in the ep- an episode of um, Parks and Recs. Basically, it's the thirteenth of Feb, and it's to celebrate female friendship, taking your girlmates out for dinner, buy them gifts, you know, and and, and the quote is "Shake your tits off." It's Galentine's Day now. People are very for and against this because a lot of women are saying it's ridiculous. It's just a way of women spending money again. Other women are saying, actually, no, why not? It's really good to acknowledge your, you know, your firm female friends. But the bottom line is, actually, isn't it? You know, it's unnecessary. Women uplift each other 24-7, 365 days of the year. We don't need it. What are your thoughts, Shirley? And the Galentines. Uh, I think it's a nice idea. The day for I the ladies. Love it. Well, the problem being is mm. if it's, set to one day yeah. what gals do you gallivant with um so that would be my problem um you can't just need to choose from everyone wants them. me to be their plus one that sort of problem you'll have is not weird. anymore not anymore love yes. seriously there was once a day I would literally stand there with hand on hand say everyone wants me to be their plus one I wouldn't say that now no. I absolutely would no, no. quite the opposite yeah but it's a good nice idea. But I have to say, I you're right. I don't think we should put it down to one day because I love a lesbian lunch or dinner, really, with a few girlfriends of mine. And I I really look forward to them. And we know where we're going, normally just coach. And we know what we're going to have. And we know how many bottles of wine we're going to drink, bottles. And I just really like it. It's just, you know, there's something nice just being able to, you know, chew the fat. We, we basically don't need encouragement. No, we don't. Do we, need, we don't need a day. You only need a day when it's with your husband. Uh, that's just just the way it goes but you know, even the fact that so for you and your willing partner just you share each other with gifts you thought about we literally didn't even I mean I put together a card he did give me really beautiful flowers really long stem roses bright orange my favorite really big ones they were in they were on the kitchen table the morning of with a card I thought you were gonna so say sweet. they were that they were on sale um no no, no roses that, on sale no, on the valentine I felt bad because I really didn't do anything normally I'm quite good but he did quite well out of me over Christmas to be honest so that last for another year. Yeah, there's there's this sort of idea that you know just through history and through sort of um, uh, you know social constructs like TV and movies that it's the man that's the romantic, but it doesn't work like that. It's the woman projecting onto the man, so it's the woman's idea of what she wants the man to do. So then we create these men who, who buy gifts and make these amazing gestures when actually. It's the women who are romantic and sort of a bit. Except in my case. That's why I think when you get, yeah, um, yeah, except there are always exceptions. Absolutely. So that's why I think when you get two women and they have to be a certain type, you do just, they're just thoughtful. And my willing partner, I I literally opened my peepers and my son came running and going, the Valentine's Fairy has been, and there were all these handmade cards. And I thought, I think hell, I haven't done my cards yet. So over the um, top. That's what I mean. It's totally, yeah. totally over the top. And with a sort of gift for the family, you know. Yeah, family, it's only um, two women would do that. Oh, I know what the other present yeah, a, f- a f- family membership to uh, London Zoo. That was it. A gift for the family. <clears throat> Which my son proceeded to tear up. Can I say, just on the subject of the children, the kids are all right, sure. But my kids are in a habit now of... Um, I still haven't turned around my daughter in her bugaboo because she likes to just be face to face with uh, my son when he's on the buggy board. Anyway, all they do now when I push them down the road is just tongue each other, you know, really, really deep throat each other. Yeah, but they've been doing that for months. I just go, I just don't like it. And um, no, they're not listening to anything I say. Brothers and sisters don't do that. They just leave. You're sharing germs. It's it's not a nice thing to do. You know, it's just like, it's just, just gonna so tiring. You're just going to turn her around. Um, I think I might. And I don't know how to, though. I need I need a man. I need a man in the ass. When's my brother coming around? 
Anyway, I saw a neighbour and she you saw You tell him exactly the reason made... why you want him over. He'll be over like a shot. He'll hate that. What do you mean, sis? It's disgusting. Right, I said, I'm coming over. I'll see you in 20 minutes. He won't like well, that quite. at all. And um, so I saw a neighbour and she saw them making out and she just said, oh my gosh, that's so cute. And I said, but is it? They just won't get their hands off each other. She says, oh, just don't, don't. I walked in on my girls and I know her girls. They're sort of like um, primary school age, young though, like five and seven. I walked in on my girls licking each other's assholes the other day. And she was so shocked that she just walked out and then had to sort of gather herself and walk back in and say no. She goes, they were right in each other's assholes going okay. for a good lick. And I said, yeah. I really hope listeners, that if she you're said, listening to this on the train, you... the tube, the bus, or even in the car with maybe your children in the back or your mother in the front, you just, I don't know what to do. I imagine you just have to pretend you haven't heard that, you know, on a Monday morning. So it's much, it's a bit much, it's a bit much. Yeah, so she said, you have absolutely nothing to worry about. I said, oh, believe me, that's coming. Loving, absolutely loving maternal ITVX. New medical drama. Who doesn't love a medical drama? I think on the back of this is going to hurt that we're going to get a lot more medical dramas because actually I recognise those babies, the prosthetic babies. And I think, oh, I've seen that little baby before, that blood-covered little creature. Um, But if you don't know about it, it follows three doctors as they attempt to balance their increasingly demanding jobs and they are, you know, returning back to work after having had babies, different settings, different scenarios, you know, brilliant women and a lot of them flawed, but in fantastic ways. I thought I really liked the actors, actresses, actress, Um, Lisa McGrillis, Laura Pulver, and Parminda Nagra. I think they were, I think they're all great. You see, you see that, that means nothing to people. You have to go, that one out of mum, you know, the, the girlfriend the one out of mum. The one out of, um, uh, what's that law show? The Split. The new, yeah. the new girlfriend. Yeah, that she he plays gets. Um, Stephen Manor, Stephen Manon's, Stephen Manon's, Manon's yeah. new girlfriend. Mangan, Mangan, Mangan. Oh, come on, stop it! Steve and Pam Nagra, I've actually been following her career since she was about fourteen. Didn't she go to the states and then come back? Anyway, oh, they're I all wonderful. I haven't been following her career since she was she's fourteen. Done, she's been loads of things. She's fantastic. But what I also like about them is they must be in their what mid to late 40s mid early 40s yeah mid yeah i would say mid yeah, 40s. 40s. and it's great i really like it on itvx but shelly tells me they don't get many views well no um it's not done well for itv mm. so um so it probably needs a lot of bbc viewers to go across and watch it okay they probably need to do a bit i think the sort of regular itv viewers don't appreciate watching mums struggling you know trying to do it all it's just not their vibe they were I don't know what their vibe is but apparently it's not that and I do like because I did you know you urged me to watch the first episode and I just that sort of first episode where you see them so they all wake up in their separate houses um about to start their first day at work after having been on maternity leave and you just see the chaos at home with them all dealing with their different home lives you know the children they still have to do everything they have to get breakfast on the table they still have to drop them off at nursery they still have to get to work and then they're in these high pressured situations literally life or death situations and you think men just don't have to do that that's why I look at that and I go why are these women who who are surgeons who are so high in their profession and it's a proper serious profession it's not like you know what we do come a day it's a proper serious profession why are they still doing fucking everything it's so, the, the yeah. mind does boggle 
It was and there were a couple of, on... there was a a bloke who was you know he let her sleep in, but the rest of you know one man just doesn't exist, and the other is just fucking shitbag. So it's a bit depressing. But the, so so it Laura Pulver's character, the one who is the surgeon, it was based on her story. So the woman who plays her is a real life story surgeon. She had twins and returned back to work after six months, and so they followed this woman and she helped you know write the show because it is that's interesting. Yeah, so that's the one that's sort of the heart of the show, and then they. Uh, wanted to add the other two stories but anyway i actually might watch another ep if we've got time after tonight we've got a lot of work to do but oh i have to say i watched on on the tv front i watched an episode of gold it's on bbc one i don't know if you've watched it it? is it the gold um possibly the gold and it's uh, got my ex in and it's basically it's this period piece set in 1983 and follows one of the world's the world's biggest sort of heist uh you know van of six blokes went in to rob you know get a few notes a few lady godivers came out with 26 million pounds worth of um, gold bullion gold bars anyway it's um i only seen the first step i have to say the ex is the best thing in it he really yeah. is um, so do look out for him. I watched it as well. But what I found most intriguing was just the period. I love looking at the old cars. And because we, I would have been five, you would have been two in 83. Did you enjoy the, the amount? Oh, I, I, I did. I love, well, I, I, you know, it's one of my things, isn't it? I, I love cars. I just love cars. Um, not in the way your son loves cars. I, I love, you know, and especially 80s cars. I love them. But the amount of smoking, the amount of chuffing that went Ooh. on made me feel quite dizzy. They were just the one bagging and other. hair, that bouffant, just... brittle hair. Everyone oh, oh, had so it. Much... My mother had it. The bat- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone so much hairspray. The hair. so and much the, hairspray. the smoke with the hairspray, you know, I'm sure. And the skin colour women didn't go up on the woman. The leather coat on the man, the skin colour type, the costumes. But yes, I can already smell, you know, that smell of fags and old moths. It's it's just everywhere. And my son was on the way back from the horny man. Um, My son loves reading the signs at the moment. He goes, no smoking on this bus. And I said, yeah. And do you know, son, when I was your age, everyone used to chuff on on the buses. Everyone just smoked everywhere. He just glazed over at that point. He lost interest. I said, it was, it's really quite incredible how much we used to just smoke everywhere anyway that's that's what i came away with watching one episode of the gold boy we used to smoke didn't we just you can ask me how i'm feeling that's actually that was my first question was like how are your anxiety levels and how uh, have you managed to sort out childcare? off you pop just quickly for those of you who don't know i'm going to south africa on saturday and I'm back the following Sunday. The problem is I'm doing a I'm shooting an advert. Um, I'm playing a giant mum. What's really funny and not funny is the fact that they keep extending my days or they're not quite being clear as to when I'm coming back. So it went from five days to six or seven, possibly eight, nine now. And my visa says 14 days. Now listen, there are pros. The pros are I hope that by the time I'm on that plane, I will all my worries will go. The cons are the fact that I'm not great at flying long haul, really. I'm flying Virgin. Apparently it's fun though. Someone told me today that it's fun and I've managed to get premium economy and I've got Niles. So these are good things. But when I get there to Cape Town, no one's, there's no one to meet me. Oh, there is. I've got a chaperone. But what I mean is I don't know. I don't know anyone, you know, you know, and I'm by myself. You're not good on your own. Not not when I don't know the space. If you said to me, go to Paris for two days or go to, if it's a city I know, then yes. But if I don't know it at all, then I really don't know it. And it's so far. 
But listen, they sent me through the hotel details today. It looks fun. And I'm in the gay district, which is good. Um, people call it Watercunt. Sorry for my rudeness, but that's what someone said to me that's today. What we call it. It sounds a bit like that, but a friend of mine went, "Oh, if you're in Watercunt, you're fine." Um, again, I do apologise for the use of the c word there again, but apparently it's a very nice, um, you know, district. I'm just trying to have the easy chill. You're going enjoy. to enjoy your biltong. You're going to enjoy your chardonnay. You're yeah. going to enjoy casual racism. Beautiful so, weather. There we nice are. seafood. Lol, it's the gay area. I'll be right at home. It's <coughs> divine. You can walk everywhere. Okay, so that's good. I'm excited, but I'm also very nervous. The freezer is stocked up. The laundry bin is empty for now. It won't be tomorrow. And yes, my um, my heart is full of different emotions. I tried to say to my son yesterday, my eldest, I said, you know, I am going to be going away next week and I'm going to really miss you. And he went, I'm going to really miss you too. And I said, and you know, the only reason why I really go away is because, you know, I can buy you stickers and ice cream stuff and he goes yeah I just want more stickers on ice cream I go yeah and then I thought to myself pull yourself together woman I said listen I'm going away I know you're going to South Africa to play a giant mum and you're going to come back and buy me stickers I thought yeah I really felt myself just going I thought no get a grip anyway I did get a grip and I was fine well it's fine because this is your first time and and know, it's, it's for quite it's a long time and yeah it's quite, a long stint yes yeah, and it's far and it's absolutely normal to feel these things but you will look back at this time and you will laugh um, you just need to find a way to amuse yourself when you're out there because I know you'd like a, a like a gaggle of geese um chaperoning you where you go. But um, someone said to me, Oh, I've had more to... I've had three or four four people say, Oh, you're gonna have to just get Ubers everywhere. I said, I don't have an Uber account. And they said, What? And I said, I don't have an Uber account. I don't know how to use an Uber. And they said, Well, what do you normally do? I say, Well, I either get the bus or I, my husband gets me an Uber. Or we get in a black cab. But apparently it's important in Cape Town specifically so that people can track you. Two scary things I've heard is get an Uber so people can track you and B, make sure you've got the right handbag and take all jewellery off. And I thought, it's not like I'm one of these birds that's just absolutely draping in jewels. Don't worry about that. But they were like all jewellery. So, okay. Yeah, well, listen, there's a lot of scaremongering that goes on before you get there and when you get there. And I just really would really like to not have my phone stolen. That's my main no, thing. No, no, I know, I know. And you know what's going on around here. So last night I've just been doing a little bit of, you know, full-time childcare. My my wooden partner always gets upset when she hears me say this, but she goes, it's not like I'm out all the time. Um, she's at a premiere tonight at one of the Marvel premieres. So one of the what? Taxi. The Marvel? Ant-Man? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And my husband interviewed the lead woman said she's absolutely divine dreamy today well, yeah sure that's good i'm glad our agree. partners are doing well uh, they're doing so well aren't they and last night she's, like, yeah, she's a theater going backstage meeting the cast having oh, champagne cool. apparently she's and absolutely gorgeous that woman and i'm that. just picking peas off the floor floor um, but that's yeah. fine point being is yes yeah, so last night i'm in the house on my own and i'm on the uh on our road a thread for our road i never i never involved myself in it but i was just reading they said uh, warning, I've just seen a man in our garden and this is about eight o'clock at night, a very suspicious man in my garden. I've just called the police. And then someone else said, there's someone in my garden. And I'm thinking, all right, is there? I wouldn't look to my garden. I'm going, just be careful, everyone. There's been another mugging down the road. And then everyone just starts talking about what they've heard and the experiences they've had of people mugging. They're just coming, you know, on the scooters, taking the phones or, or there's this other sort of craze that's um, holding people at knife point right in the area. And all this, you know, gets into your head so that when you're walking out, you're just shitting yourself. Of course, I always put the phone away and I'm looking in the garden. Every time I go into the kitchen now, I just check in the garden, see if there's a man in there. This is what happens when you go to South Africa. Everyone scares you 
and makes you feel really, really frightened of any man that approaches you. But, you know, it's like any other city. You know, you're, we're more streetwise than you think we are. Just, you know, you shouldn't, no one should have their phones out in the street. I know. But it's not, it's not also, like not to go say, out late at night by myself, know. which I won't, I won't. Which, which you won't and which we don't do. We don't do it here. I do. You know, we're city, I, we're city seven. Well, I don't, I don't. I do go out um, late at night, but not, I mean, if I'm on my way back from meeting a friend. Yeah. But listen, anyway. So yes, there we are. Only days to and go And who's now. looking, who's doing the bulk of childcare when you're away? It really is divided between my mother, my brother, an ex-childminder, and they're at nursery. And I've got friends, my my his, you know, my son's friends' parents who are sort of picking up and dropping off for me. So it really is. I've had to do a spreadsheet. You know how that. You well, know. there's a first time for everything. There is I, a first time. I, yeah, I, I mean, it wasn't Excel. I hasten to add, it was just literally a, a sheet. Word, word doc. Word, word it was doc. Just a sheet of paper and a big pen. Huge pen. Um, so thanks and so how's much. And how's the um, unwilling feeling? I noticed he wasn't on your spreadsheet there. How's he feeling? He's, you know, he's quite relaxed. He's always relaxed. He's actually so busy with other things. He just, he's relaxed about everything. No, but uh, he can be quite relaxed because it looks like he just has to sort of clock on in the evenings, I suppose. No, he's going to um... be working from home. He's going to be around. The thing is, actually, what worries me about he's he's got two weekends, two full weekends without me. And I said, you must plan something. He said, no, I'll be fine. I thought, well, why would you not? This is the thing between men and women, I think. I think a woman would definitely go, right, I've got two kids. for two. I'm definitely, let's plan something. And he'll go, oh, I'll be fine. I'll muddle through. And I thought, but it's much nicer for you and for the children to have something planned. But anyway, you know, it's not for me to say, although I've said it and I'll keep saying it until I leave. <laughs> um, I'll probably just book it's something for It's not for, for me them. to say. It's not for me to say. And I've already said it, I've said it three times and I've actually put them somewhere. But, you know, just, you know a play date somewhere or you know the army museum or you know a date in the park or but as he said listen I'm the same I'm the same but some people kids can seem to just sit there and just chill and just run yeah, he can chill. that's fine and he's got his parents that aren't far and that's all fine but anyway listen um so I guess the next time we do this podcast Shirley I'm going to bring my mic with me and so we'll have to do yeah, it in... we'll be doing it from South Africa South Africa. I don't know if it could be the same time same place you meet me and Mrs Jones but I, I will have free time. No, absolutely. Oh, There's not much of a time difference. What is it? Two hours or four two hours? hours? I'm excited about That's my um, reading, though. Well, I'm excited about reading? my reading. Well, I might be able to get through a book. Oh, can yeah. you imagine? Oh, yeah. Oh, can you, you definitely will read a book. Yeah. I can. Amazing. Yeah. I think you, you'll go through half of it on the plane. Oh, you're going to get through two books. I'm so excited you think, for too? you. So oh, yeah. I did yeah, two yeah. all the whole of last year, so that'd be good. I used to do at least I did. I did one in Palestine, and I was working every day like a dog. It was just on the plane, and it's half, you know, half the journey time you're doing. Right. Oh, listen, I'm so excited for you. Are you? You're a bit scared um, for me. Yeah. No, I'm. I the thing I'm most scared for you is uh your time on your own. Yeah, it's not always easy, but um you have to get through, push through things, and you meet people, and you just you know because it can be tough being on your own in a foreign country, but you have to push through these barriers. Push on through. Learn. Wait for my giant husband. Learn a lot about yourself. Te- texting my giant husband said hi. Um, this is your giant wife here. What do you know when you're coming? Anyway, he left me a very nice voicemail. We don't know each other at all but that's quite nice and apparently he is quite tall i didn't ask him i saw his name and then looked him up and he said he's six six i thought well that is quite tall anyway so he's coming in for some reason two days later i don't know why they're flying me out first I am nervous. okay sorry i just want to know about your giant children but another time giant children um, are in south africa they're not flying them over so i just want to end with a little quote before we go to winner winners and dead darks um, this isn't my quote, so funny. I have this extended family called Britain. It's very beautiful. Do you know who said that? Matt Goss from Ross. Bert Bross. Yeah, Matt Goss from Ross. Yeah, that's me. I feel the same. 
guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to tune out. Shirley, do you want to give me your winner winner? Uh, winner winner. Last night I slept nine hours. Shirley, it's too much. Oh, my bones were aching. My back was broken, but I slept nine hours. Yeah, sure. I had a couple of wakings, but I went to bed at 9 30 because I was so whacked after our day at the horny man. And then I got up at 6 30. That's amazing. amazing. I have never, not even in my youth, not even in my partying. You do look well, actually, for it. You hours. do look well for it. That's good. And I'm that not is... even wearing fond. I'm not even wearing fond. No, you gl- you are glowing. You are glowing. And that's the difference between sweating and glowing. You are glowing. Um, that's a great winner winner. Long may that last. What's your winner winner? My winner winner is the fact that well, my winner winner is the fact that I'm going away and changing a space, and this could be thirty degrees. And I'm going to have some time to myself oh, and I won't have to think about what we're having for dinner, or, you know, and I can just not have to think about pickups or drop offs. And, you know, I'll have time to sort of go to the loo and have a proper shower and put some makeup on. And my yeah, dead duck is it. the fact that I'm going to probably miss my family incredibly and I might get nervous at times and I'm not very good on long haul flights. But um, that's the thing. Once you when it's fun, you just don't give a shit. As yeah, soon as it yeah, starts yeah. getting a little bit boring or a little bit tough you just can't really want my family yeah but i think it's gonna enjoying... be hard but i think it's gonna be hard yeah of course you're of course you're gonna have moments like that it's absolutely normal you know okay don't give us you know that um, or you just are you just on tinder or something because you just look no, like I'm you're not really on distracted. Tinder. and it, anyway it's not all about tinder now it's about um what is it hinge Okay, hinge. it's all about hinge. Just want. Oh no, his um. Yeah, so my dead duck has to be just. I, I've, so I've been reading my um book of poems that I was given on. Oh, Valentine's, that's what you're Val- Valentine's okay. Day, and just one of the poems. It tells a story. So it's he, she, he, she, and they they through poems. You, they te- the author tells a story, um. But I just opened on one of them. I think my winning partner's trying to tell me something. You are beginning to bore me. Bile and gloom tucked tight into your incandescent cleavage. I would rather watch TV. That's nice. I like that. Yeah. Happy Valentine's. Wasn't, you know, maybe wasn't as brilliant as I thought it was by Valentine's. Listen, yeah. you've always got Galentine's. explain to me later. You've always got Galentine's if you I'll end up solo merengue. Um, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Tune Out. Wish me luck as you wave me goodbye. Goodbye. Cheerio. Cheerio. Don't say no, I'm on my way. Okay. Bye for now. See you. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.